welcome to my friend's friends podcast. I'm one of your friends, Simone, and I live in Perugia, Italy. And I'm one of your fiends, Paris, coming to you from Würzburg, Germany. So recently, Paris and I realized that we both love celebrating moments when our friends become friends and laughing about the times when interpersonal chemistry surprised us. So a couple of times a month, we'll introduce our friends from around the world to each other, talk some nonsense, and play some games, and get to know one another. Prepare yourself to want to go out and make new friends, or reconnect with old friends, to learn about how friendship takes on a different form for all of us, and to hear oodles of laughter. Hey, friend. Hello, fiend. (laughs) So I'm really excited for this episode today because we have a different setup than usual. Paris, can you fill us in on where you are and who you're with? So currently, I'm with Patrick, which I'm pronouncing the English way, sorry. (laughs) Uh, Not the German way. He grimaces. (laughs) Um, And we are in Bratislava in Slovakia, which is the first stop of a little bit of a road tour with Parker the Polo um, from Würzburg. uh, That couple different stops in Slovenia, possibly um, Trieste in uh, Italy, and then Croatia with over two weeks. So this is the first full day of travels. It's been very exciting. I really like Bratislava. Yay! Uh, and Patrick is one of your friends from... From Würzburg. So Patrick is actually my only friend in Würzburg. <laughs> Where I, as we all know, moved to recently. So yeah, mm-hmm. we're neighbors. Mm-hmm. And that's how... We'll, we'll get into that later. But yeah, so that's yeah. who Patrick is. So okay. please tell me about who you brought to the to the round table today. So my good friend Becky is here, and she lives in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Oh, I love Albuquerque. Yes. So, okay, let's jump in. Okay, let's do this. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you guys, you can jump on in now. Hi. Hey. Um, so first we're going to talk about how we met. We love talking about how we met. Um, we are reading a book together right now called Big Friendship. And the authors of that book also love that question, which made us really excited. So first, I don't know. Should we go? Should we, yeah. Tell me. Tell um, me and Becky I was like, so Becky, how did you meet Simone? Tell me what you remember. We met freshman year in, it was either at college group or the dorms at CSU. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. Another CSU or, yes. Yeah. Yeah. CSU church friend. Oh, okay. Another, our listeners will remember Gabe and Andre, my husband, both were in that same circle of friends from school and church. Yes. And Becky, do you have any like memories of meeting or just like hanging out in particular that come to mind when you think about me? <laughs> that feels a little funny well, to ask. It's it's so funny because that that whole semester is kind of a blur. I'm trying to remember if we met in like eating in the dorms or if we met at church group. We did a lot of carpooling. That was a good time. We yeah. We honestly did everything together. That group, we would eat together. We would we would do our homework in the library at a table together. So mm-hmm. we had a lot of good times. Yeah. I particularly, one memory that comes to mind with our friendship kind of blossoming is going on a spring break tri- trip together. Oh, yeah. Our first year, so t- 2011 spring break we did a road trip with a bunch of those friends to help me remember where all the places we went we went we went to california Mm, and then first we went (laughs) oh first we went first yeah moab and then the red in and out out. (laughs) yeah we're not like i we don't have in and out so that was a big deal Um, um, and then up to Portland. Yeah, we went up Highway 1. Wow. 
That was fun. Yeah. From California? And then came back. Or from like... Yeah, oh, we, wow. we swooped through Utah, went, went to California, went all the way up um, to Portland. Wow. That was fun. And then drove back in, in a full straight drive i think we slept in a hotel parking lot one night and then we got kicked out of the hotel parking lot lot. because we were sleeping on the grass oh my god on the grass we have that was that was so fun that trip yeah we were just like poor college students on a road trip trying to drive through the night in like three different cars full of people and we needed to sleep so we just like found a grassy area that happened to be, be behind a hotel and oh my god some people were sleeping in the cars and some people were sleeping outside and then the cops came and told us we had to leave oh my god. we left the cops came yeah that that happened wow uh, this is that i did not expect about 24 hours <laughs> yeah because they like they, so Gabe planned the trip and we had a lot of stops getting up to Portland. And then the plan was like, just drive straight back. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and you were free cars. So how many yeah. people were you in total on the road trip? Like 12, 15. I- yeah, oh, I wow. want to say like 12 or so. Yeah. We Do you remember packed- the night when you and Andre made the amazing pasta dinner? Mm. You know what? I ha- kind of forgot about that until you just said that. But it was in Portland. That was and probably the best food we had. <laughs> doesn't surprise me. Doesn't surprise me. Yeah, no <laughs> shot. <laughs> I remember um, taking a ton of pictures together in the Redwoods, like lots of girl girl pics for with our girl group that was on that so trip. Fun. And yeah, we just had... And your brother was on that trip, and that was kind of when I got to know him, and yes. that was really fun because um, you guys just had such a fun brother sister dynamic that I hadn't. Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. it's like really unique and special. So that was cool to see. And where are you from, Becky? I'm from Loveland, Colorado, originally. Okay. okay. Anything else, Becky, pumped to your mind? Um. Gosh, you're probably the person I've stayed in touch with most since since that mm-hmm. freshman year. Yeah, it's been yeah. over ten well, years. You crazy. You um read some scripture at our wedding, and I always remember that yes. as being a really special thing to us. Aww. So awesome. it's really been wonderful to keep our friendship going even if there's periods of time where like I don't know I feel like when you moved to Albuquerque after school right because have you been in Albuquerque the whole time since you moved from Colorado yeah I've been here for six years Hmm. so when you moved there but I was still in Colorado I don't feel like I did as great a job of keeping in touch but we're but our friendship was still strong enough totally. that I it was really important to me to have you involved in our wedding and then since I've moved here I've been really thankful to kind of rekindle more of that communication together yeah it's been awesome and you just got married recently too I just got married in my backyard it was a COVID-19 wedding (laughs) congratulations yeah thank you Unless anything else comes to your mind, Becky, that's kind of how our little friendship story may be. That's a good summary. How about you guys? Tell us about your, how you met and your friendship. So I was was trying to remember that. And I think the first time I met Paris was on a day where I actually moved to Wittsburg. My friend Chris drove me all the way to to Wittsburg which is a fun story itself. Um, in the morning of, of the day of my movement, or of me moving, basically, um, my car broke down, or the car for my family broke down. So I had to call up my friend and say, hey, uh, dude, you know, you want to drive with my car, but um, could you fetch me with your car and help me move to find out, like the, <laughs> the first round of stuff to, to Wittsburg? And um, so... You know, my parents always say that you know who your true friends are on moving day. That's something they always say. And that's such a big friendship thing. I love that. Definitely, most definitely. So we, we drove all the way to Woodsburg, um, which 
threw all the stuff just into the apartment and fetched the keys. Just basically, it was me going there. And then just before we left, um, we walked past. And I remember she was, I think, sitting on, on the porch outside. And she had a, um, like a moving box in front of her where she parked her laptop. And she sat on the, on the chair and was working on a laptop. And we just basically randomly said hi. And I can't remember if I started talking in German or in English first. But um, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just remember that she looked very confused at first. And then we had a short conversation going on. And then um, I was like, yeah, hey, I'm your new neighbor. Um, I'm going to be back in a couple of days. Hey, whatever. If you want to hang out at some point in time, just let me know. I just moved to Würzburg. And then we basically left, I think. That was mm -hmm. the first encounter. And then <laughs> I think it took us four months. And then we met in front of the trash cans. <laughs> Did we? I can't remember that. I can't recall yeah. the second time we met where we actually started to talk a little bit more. So I was sitting, it was cold, but I had just moved in and there was no, I had no internet. And where we live used to be old. Military uh, houses? Yeah, military houses. But we're in the bottom and that's where they used to keep the... Munition. Munition, yeah, yeah. ammunition. And so there's no network. So I was outside because I had to work to get like the free Wi-Fi. And mm -hmm. I just, everybody was giving me the strangest looks because I'm on a moving box oh. with a chair with like a, a, a hat on and like a winter coat because it was the beginning of November. And so you walked oh, by. So it, yeah, they were like, who is this crazy lady yeah, out they, here? I mean, fair. And so you walked by with your friend like a couple times and fighting and you guys looked at me and I, I said, it's kind of nuts. <laughs> did, you, did you actually say that? I, can't I did. Yes. And so then, then you're like, oh, <laughs> so maybe that's why I look confused. And then you started talking to me in German. But then when I started responding, of course, you clicked that I was not German. So you immediately switched into English and I was like, Darn it all anyway. I will not speak English. <laughs> so I forced you to continue in German. I was like, I'd rather speak to her in English than in German. And I, I don't think she understands me at all. <laughs> I was so nervous anyway, because I was like, then I know if I go to see you, I have to speak German as like an internal thing, right? So then it took so long. So then finally, that day that we saw each other again, in front of the trash cans that day then i finally was like okay paris one this guy's gonna think you're a nut job because you keep seeing him and like not like there's no reason why i shouldn't make friends <laughs> so i'm like just do it already right and so anyway i saw you walking home and it was a monday night and it was like seven ish and i ran i like went to the door and i yelled out just do an unbia I can't remember, like, if I said happily yes, I always saying it in a very confused way. I, I don't know. Was... You seemed pretty okay with it. You were like, yeah, I'll be there. Uh, bis gleich. Yeah. And so then you came over and you brought beer. And I was like, well, that defeats the purpose of me offering you beer. <laughs> <laughs> but the beer was good. And then we, and then, Did, and then. you even bring over some beer you, from my hometown? Yeah, from Erlangen. Yeah, see? That's, yeah. That no, was, was the purpose, to, was to show you good beer. Yeah. I was thinking. You, you don't know any good, good beer. <laughs> I know. And then it was like four hours later. <laughs> it was like 11 o'clock and I was like, well, this could continue forever. And I need to go to sleep because it's a school night. <laughs> but yeah. It's a school night. That's so cute. I do the same thing. <laughs> um, and we'll t keep, uh, remind us at this point, are you speaking English or are you speaking We're German? speaking German. <laughs> Inquiring both. minds have to know. Both. Yeah, both. Both. Switching Both. between languages. Switching between languages. We've gotten really okay. lazy now, which I don't understand why. And we, you've gotten lazy. You've gotten lazy. You, it, no. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, I will talk to you in English. You can reply to me in German. Yeah, but mama, yeah. See? Yeah, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, it's, it's mixed. It's really like some days we, we speak a lot in German. Um, some days we just talk in English. If you, if you look at the WhatsApp chat history, the it's WhatsApp. a mixture of German and English and both in the same sentence as well. Well, and so then <laughs> I, I, yeah, well, I consistently text in German 
Mm-hmm. When we were planning this trip, though, I said if we want to make sure there are very few miscommunications, it needs to be in English. <laughs> yes, so, fair enough. I think the thing, though, that I, so me personally, right? Not, I don't say it in like, you're the only person I know in Würzburg, therefore I feel obliged to hang out with you. That is not at all what I mean. I think that it's been, especially because this, um, when I invited Patrick over for that beer, it was like March 19th. 11th, 12th, 13th, 14th, 15th. So maybe it was actually the 17th. I'm checking now on the calendar. Wednesday was the 11th of March. So then wait, let me count. 11th, 12th, 13th, 14th, 15th. So it's the 16th. How do you even recollect that one? I'm a freak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is not, this is um wonderful details, you guys. No, right? But also you need the date. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to mark it on my calendar and celebrate it every year. This is the day that Patrick came over to Paris and drank beer. Yes. Is that what happened? Yep. I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. Yes. So the point was that this was right before everything shut down, right? For Lockdown. quarantine. Yeah. And I think we made the kind of like executive decision to be each other's like social bubble. In a bubble. A yeah. household bubble. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And so I'm very thankful to have been able to get to know you more over this time period the in general. For me. Yeah. It's the same. It was just, especially during COVID, it was fun to have a neighbor you can talk to. And then we mm. kind of, so in Germany, you weren't supposed to see your neighbors until, unless you're living in under the same roof, basically, mm-hmm. or basically in the same yeah. flat. Yeah. So but... when, mm-hmm. when that all happened and we, we kind of bended the rules and say, it's the same it's sure. the same roof so it I mean, kind of counts as the same flat and it's yeah you were the only other person that i saw like yeah. there wasn't you were the the only <laughs> yes <laughs> like there yeah. was so social bubble like yeah. mental health wise <laughs> so yes no that's really important i honestly think like i had another friend who she has a lot of mental health things that she has to maintain and she also lives she lives with roommates but they don't have a great relationship so she would go to her boyfriends but that's the only other place she would go and otherwise they were both mm. social is- isolation mm-hmm. you know so i think that mental health piece really is important and if you're doing the social distancing and isolating you know aside from that yeah that's great that's what you have to do so that's Anyway, that, 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 I just kind of I was like, "Come on, Paris, you can say it," <laughs> which yeah. means there's no internet inside. Sorry, that was what I that was what I said when I was sitting outside. Oh, that was Sorry. what you said. I was wondering that to explain why I was looking like some crazy person with a moving box and my computer in the cold outside. Yeah. <laughs> like, so wait, I have a quick question though. So, what did you think when I? invited you over like what was going through your mind or anything anything like that i'm just curious because i've obviously explained my perspective which was come on paris suck it up <laughs> like, so as i said i was basically coming home from work and just went quickly to get some groceries mm. i had a very shitty day at work i think mm. and when you said beers i was like yes perfect that's a good way to just like let go of the day mm. and right. then it then it was as you said it he unexpectedly talked for hours and hours and mm-hmm. just ha- having beer after beer. Cool. Which well, is pretty cool, actually. Hmm. Well, okay. Great job. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Simone. Okay, let's jump into our next segment. For this chunk of the pod, this is where we ask you a question, and we'll all answer it. From Dr. Aaron Arthur's list of 36 questions that are supposed to make anyone fall in love, but we're answering it as friends, getting to know each other. And the question for today is, do you have a secret hunch about how you will die? I totally do. (laughs) Okay, I... I kind of thought that might be the case. I would just like to reiterate to Paris that her friends are not signing off on any early death. So <laughs> she needs to have that reiterated, reinforced. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And Paris, will you start us off? Patrick just gave me the best look ever. <laughs> um, really interesting. No, I mean, for me, I think the... I think it's definitely just going to be cancer. <laughs> Which is not funny. Yeah. I know, Becky. <laughs> Actually, Paris, you have the biggest sense of humor around this topic <laughs> of anyone. So I feel That's like, true. and we've talked about it before, but um, you should maybe fill in Becky on like just your sense of humor around it. Maybe. Yeah, so... If you want, yeah, yeah. To. Just a quick, the quick. I have a pretty dark sense of humor, especially when it is around like death and morbidity. My mother died when I was fifteen, and oh, wow. I don't know. I mean, it's just obviously it sucked. I don't know. I, it's not like I'm making fun of it to like use humor as a way to deflect things. But if you can't laugh and be jovial about things, then what's the point? So. What's, What's the, the point? point? I knew you would say that. Yes. So I, 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 I love death jokes, and I think it's really, really funny to <laughs> put people in really awkward positions. <laughs> so yeah. Paris, one of her favorite jokes revolves around dead mom jokes. Well, or death anniversaries. Death anniversaries. Yeah, but that's not a joke. That's like a. Yeah, but it was. At first, it was also very confusion to hear about that. So I think I okay. gave you the same funny looks, right? Tell this, tell, tell, tell Becky and Simone what you're what you're talking about. <laughs> so um, yeah, I don't know the day, but at one day uh, it's like, yeah, you want to have drinks together? Yeah, it would be fun. It's the death anniversary of my mom. Is like the what? <laughs> so I was I was very confused. Yeah. And I was giving first very like, okay, what? So I'm I'm sorry about all of that, and I like I didn't know what to to. Yeah. Like, someone's very open, like, about this topic and, and like, that. I was like, uh, did I not trigger something? Did I do something wrong? What Can, the hell okay, is going on? Okay, quick question there? for you, Patrick. <laughs> death anniversary. So, in Italy, they don't play with words at all, really. So, when we, like, smush words together, like, hangry, like, that's kind of a very American, maybe English thing, I think. And I'm kind of wondering... When she said death anniversary, were you like, oh, yeah, I totally know what that is? Or were you like, what? I was totally like, what? What the hell? I explained it. (laughs) I mean, I am the only person I know that uses this word. So. (laughs) Yeah. But I. You get it. I feel like I. Yeah, I might have used Mm. that before. Mm. But I also don't have the same sense of humor as you. So if I do use it, it's. So, so coming a little different. Thinking back on the situation, we had a very good conversation about this topic, and I like Paris' mm-hmm. way of dealing with all of these things, and also um, the way that she's dealing with the humor of that. So, it might mm-hmm. it let me reflect a lot about how I deal with this stuff. So it was mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. It, it led to a very good insight to myself, and I think it led also to good conversations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. And how dealing with, especially with the death of a parent when you're young. So um, just to like chime in, um, I, my father died when I was five years old. So I um, can't remember if we talked about it. Mm-hmm. I think we talked mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And it helped to to also um, revise how I was dealing with the situation. So seeing that someone else has a different way of dealing with the death of a very close person from the family, um, that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. That was very helpful, actually. Hmm. Excellent. <laughs> that's that's really great. I hope it's the right word to use. So don't mind my 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 English words sometimes. I don't. Oh my gosh! That was please. perfect. <laughs> that was perfect. So so yeah. So then so basically Be- Becky. So full circle. My mother passed away from breast cancer, and then she has three sisters, and two of them had breast cancer okay. before the age of thirty-five, and so that's why. <laughs> Oh Pretty gosh. sure it's going to be cancer. <laughs> yeah, that, that is... <laughs> and wow. I find it hilarious. <sighs> anyway, okay. Good oh talk. Oh my gosh, I love you. <laughs> so, good job. Um, fan- fantastic work, Paris. Um, <laughs> Becky or Patrick, either of you, do you have a secret hunch about how you will die? So I, have, I have an idea. Um, but it's it's not a hunch, it's more of, of a general notion that it's gonna be in some way a stupid accident. 
I'm I'm a very explorative person, so I jump around stuff, or I look around corners, or I like rent a motorbike that I've not driven before. So I have this hunch that <laughs> I'm gonna do something that will end up me just like then, yeah. Or you look at church as well, walking backwards on cobblestones. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's yeah, it, it's, it's it's probably gonna be kind of this out of uh, this childish or like more curiosity in the world and then doing stupid stuff um and that's probably going to be one of the lead to your fatal thing in one way or another that's mm -hmm. that's kind of my hunch and the secret hope as well <laughs> <laughs> i gotta say that's a pretty good way to go <laughs> yeah see that's why it's, it's a hunch and a hope definitely better than cancer <laughs> just don't do it when you're with me <laughs> i'll have to call your mom <laughs> uh, sorry <Yeah. clears throat> okay no one wants to make that no call. nobody wants to make that call becky what do you think there uh my grandma is 95 and most of her siblings have lived into the 90s so i'm thinking that i will probably die of old age um yeah if, <laughs> if not old age my husband likes very fast cars and bikes and had a a, a z06 oh. for a while a corvette Ooh. z06 and we would have a lot of fun times in that so if not old age probably a car accident honestly no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, oh no i'm i'm i've driven a z06 becky yeah it was, it was awesome it is so fun Oh, Paris, you should tell Becky what you do. Yeah, so I'm a mechanical engineer for a turbocharging company. Oh, awesome. It's a turbocharging company for big diesel trucks. Right. Yep. Yeah. So. That's awesome. Mm. My husband's a mechanical engineer and I'm a chemi. Anyway, well, cool. So many engineers. So old age. Oh, yeah, old age. Yeah, old okay. age or a car accident in a Z06. Nice. Well, not nice, but you know. <laughs> Good answer. <I'm> so sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, so Simone, I am really interested in your answer. Well, honestly, I feel like I don't think about this at all. I feel like I kind of live in the present, present or past person, not a very living in the future person. Mm -hmm. So I don't think about it much, but when I do think about it, I, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's all the perfect I avoid answer. it. Yeah. I avoid thinking about mm. it. And Andre tells me I'm going to get Alzheimer's because I, <laughs> he is such, he's so smart that I have stopped. Like, I don't remember any of my family members' ages anymore. I just ask him how old everyone is. And he's always like, stop doing this. You're going to get Alzheimer's. <laughs> <laughs> so um I just tell him I'm a different kind of smart and I have a different kind of memory than you do. which is completely true <laughs> yes I guess I just think about like natural I causes for the most part yeah mostly don't think about it because <laughs> I don't like it <laughs> My favorite we're gonna topic. Jump into, <laughs> we're going to jump into our next segment, which is our game. And Paris is going to be our game host today. So I'm handing it over to you, Paris. You have full reign. Okay. So in this fabulous Airbnb that we're in, in Bratislava, <clears throat> they have a couple games. And one of them apparently is called Dilemma Rama. And it's kind of like a would you rat or, or a, a what would you do type game. What what do you we have to choose between two dilemmas, right, for the rest of your life, basically. So let's start here. <laughs> so Becky, would you rather have to stroke the belly of every pregnant woman you see, or have everyone that you talk to repeat everything that you say? 
I honestly both of those sound terrible. Stroke the belly of every pregnant woman I see. <laughs> that, it would oh, every. <laughs> Your option. A lot less time wasting. Yeah. Okay. I could just try try to avoid them. <laughs> you, could, you could employ a, a lookout. I could. No, no, I just think it's rather like uh, the current situation that she, every pregnant woman needs to get an app and then announce that she's pregnant. And then yes. Becky would have an app that, that lists all pregnant people that she can avoid. <laughs> So that's the idea, the, the nerd speaking. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the, the opposite of Pokemon Go or something. Yeah. <laughs> you avoid them. Yeah. You avoid the dots on the map. Dots on the map. And, you, and you get a warning on your, on your phone. It's like, caution, pregnant woman approaching. <laughs> <laughs> that's like amazing. Like a mile radius. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't even imagine having i don't want to touch and no i don't i don't know where i'm going so in italy it is not weird to just touch pregnant ladies bellies it is not at all like taboo Hmm. you don't have to ask you just touch them and it makes my skin crawl because i'm like you should ask this person before touching their stomach (laughs) wait wait it's 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 really cultural that like a random stranger can walk up to the pregnant woman and saying, "Hey, congratulations on your baby," and just like stroking the belly. I mean, I don't know about random stranger. I would, I think probably not random stranger, but like friend, acquaintance, hmm. person you're saying hello to in church. Like everyone can touch your belly here, hmm. and it's it is on limits. It's not off limits. <laughs> it's on limits. So see that, but that's kind of interesting. That's a different culture you you see in Europe. So you have a lot of like like the German culture is very distant, and then you have the Italian mm-hmm. culture or the Spanish culture where they're very uh, touchy feely people. And I think mm-hmm. uh, this is maybe maybe you would move them to a country like this, Becky. That would also solve the problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that Patrick solution oriented. He's gonna save you. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> I'm stuck with this guy. This is a good thing. Uh, okay. So the next one, Simone. Okay. Would you rather have to wear an emergency light and siren on your head whenever you are outside? Or <laughs> your farts are visible. <laughs> visible? Visible farts. I think visible farts. Oh, because I think I would I would have to learn to control them <laughs> and like and like hold them in and then go release them somewhere <laughs> discreet. <laughs> because okay, fart story confession. <laughs> <laughs> public podcast what am i doing (laughs) um the other day we were at the tea shop ordering ordering some tea and i just have to be honest normally like my digestive system's working pretty well if i do fart i don't like even worry about it very much i'm i'm like i'll just it's fine (laughs) you know well this was not one of those cases and andre Andre looks at me and we both have our masks on and he's giving me these eyes like what have you done? <laughs> and I'm giving him his, his eyes like I don't know I have so many regrets right now. <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> uh, and there was nothing we could do. We just had to stand at the counter and continue ordering our loose leaf tea and chatting with the guy. <laughs> well, Simone. And I was just praying that it had dispersed before it reached this <laughs> lovely gentleman. <laughs> you didn't do one of the like, uh, wave it away. I should have. Well, I won't leave you I hanging. I try. I won't leave you hanging, Simone. So I have a really good one as well. 
So a long time ago, I used to work at a clothing store during my university time. And we were, we were opening the store and I typically worked just the counter. Um, and my boyfriend at the time, he also worked at this store. And so, so fortunately we weren't open yet, but basically the, the phone had rang and he picked up the phone and was on the phone and it was just, it came out and I was standing there near the phone and then I walked away and it was bad and he could not move because he, he was on the phone with a customer. <laughs> Oh no! And he was just like his face was like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna die. <laughs> oh, that was funny. That was a new, um, oh. a new level of our relationship, I think. <laughs> it was a are. sneaky attack. It was not on purpose, but I distinctly remember that, and it was hilarious, of course, to me. Patrick, mm -hmm. would you rather that? Whenever you see bare feet, you have to give that person a foot massage. Or whenever you talk to someone, you have to look at their genitals. <gasps> That's a tough one. So I like to- <laughs> Is it really? It is, it is. I like to go to beaches, you know? And if you like, you're gonna see a lot of weird like it, it's like walking up to random strangers and needing to touch the belly is like needing to touch their feet and i think depending yeah. on, on that yeah no yuck um <laughs> but i like the eyes and faces of people so um yeah i i, I... also i bet you like not staring at people's <laughs> just venturing out there <laughs> just okay with, with guess, a, guess. just yeah. again with a funny side story there um so i was on a trip with some friends and they had kids and they're around the age of eight nine ten so they're exploring themselves still and this one kid is just like to to be naked most of the time mm -hmm. and he was jumping around in front of you and it's just like you had like you had to tell him to wear pants most of the time because otherwise his genitals were all over the place so oh my <laughs> sometimes oh. you don't have a choice right yeah um <laughs> but i would go with the feet stuff and then avoid beaches or um like just be living like an einseed like in germany so, so someone that lives somewhere else and then i can cope with that so you would rather have to give people a foot massage yeah Wow. Because I can avoid that. That's what I would do, yeah. Well, that's true. You just don't look at people's feet, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just stare at the sky when you're at the beach. Hmm. Or invent another app. Yeah. <laughs> Careful barefoot person approaching. <laughs> or image recognition. So you have a camera around you that always scans for naked feet and tells you, don't look left, don't look up, don't look down. There you go. Yeah, you need um, virtual reality or glass, smart glasses. VR glasses for, for seeing feet. Ugh, no thanks. You get the glasses that virtually project shoes onto anybody's Ooh. feet and then everyone has shoes on. Boom, solution, Perfect. I invented it, done. T TM Simone, <laughs> trademark Simone, copyright Simone. Okay, are we having Patrick ask you the question? Yeah, yes. I'm, I'm looking for one, I'm looking for one, I'm searching. Okay, I got the one. So, would you rather have to always hear the sound of a vacuum cleaner in your head or ask in public places every elderly person you meet to give you their seat? Oh my gosh. <laughs> These are horrible. They are horrible. Who made them? <laughs> it's it's almost like Cards Against Humanity. Yeah, which I love, by the way. Oh my gosh. You would. I you would, would love that them. game, but it's terrible because I have a sick sense of humor and yeah, anyway, I don't, I don't often win. <laughs> put it that way. Uh, I think I will have to go with a vacuum cleaner in my head because I cannot imagine the embarrassment of asking an elderly person to give me their seat <laughs> so i would i would just have to internally suffer but i think i would probably go crazy or i would have migraines all the, i would have migraines all the time like hands down so 
I would sacrifice myself for the not the shame of having to ask elderly people to give up their seat. <laughs> yeah. I'm picturing that like here in Italy where there are so many old oh people. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine? <laughs> be like... No. It, like it, it's so embarrassing to me like on the I just no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Well, great job you guys. I feel like we we did awesome. We did. We did. I really like this game. This is fun. Yeah. So, th- sorry, there's one card that says, oh no, something like your partner your... becomes a porn actor or actress. Yeah. Yeah. Nope, no, thank no you. Nope nope, nope. 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 Whatever the other one is, I'll do that. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, the thing, so really quickly, this card that I found says, every time someone talks about the weather, you spit in their face. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay. Well, you guys, that was super fun. We're going to wrap up and we just want to ask, what are you watching, reading, or listening to right now that you're excited about and want to tell us about? Paris, do you want to start us? So what I'm watching right now is the show called Lucifer and Mm -hmm. I love it. Which season? (laughs) Three. Okay. Have you watched it? There's a new season. I know there is. Yeah. It just came out. Have you watched it? Yeah. Oh. Until four, then it got weird. Oh no, no, don't tell me that. Sorry. Anyway. Spoilers. So I've got watched- it out of the podcast, no one knows. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's kind of like detective-y, right? It's like a crime show, but not really. Um that's like the kitschiest part of the show, and it's not that great. Like there are much better crime shows. It's all the, the premise, right, of the of the show. But I really, really like the devil. I am 100% just fascinated with this. Again, it kind of goes along with my little bit of like morbidity and kind of dark humor. Yeah. And um, I've ended up doing a lot of research as well on like angels and the Bible. And again, it's just facilitated another piece of research that I do um, and kind exploration. of exploration. Yeah. And so I, I, I like, I like it for that piece of it too, of just trying to kind of like expand my horizons and knowledge on, whatever it is it doesn't hurt that i I just think that the 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 guy that they cast to play lucifer does it great like he's got this Mm -hmm. like very sneaky evil persona about him in the in the show and he's a complete and total idiot but (laughs) i really really like it so that's that's what i'm watching right now and i'm very much enjoying it so that's great Mm -hmm. And it's set in LA, where I'm from. And so it's kind of nice to just see all these places. It's making me a little bit homesick, actually, for LA. So I have to be careful. <laughs> because it, it uh, you know, yeah, I was there for, for, I went to university there, right? So it, um, I was there for quite some time. And so, awesome. yeah, anyway, so I'm liking Lucifer. How about you, Becky? Well, uh, lately I've been doing a lot of, this is going to sound kind of boring, but reading, reading for my, writing my master's thesis. So that's yeah. not super exciting, but I have, I just finished watching Waco on Netflix and that was sad and interesting. What uh, is Waco? I know. Yeah. I'm assuming it's Waco, Texas. Yes. It's about the, um, I guess you would call it a cult there. And the the raid on the cult and how and just the massacre of all of a lot of the people mm. that lived there. Basically, they didn't want to leave their facility. The people didn't want to leave their facility until their yeah. leader David Koresh was done writing this document that he thought was given to him by God. And then there was a raid upon the facility where. Tear gas was injected into the building and it actually caught on fire, trapped a bunch of people inside. And so a lot of the people died. Um, Yeah. So it was just reporting that whole incident, essentially. Mm. Mm. Okay. Mm. Sad. (laughs) But intriguing. It it is. I think it's, I guess, good to, you know, know know what happens, know what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. How about you, Patrick? So I recently got back into, I would call it a classic. Um, it's the the whole um, Hitchhiker's Guide for the Galaxy mm. um, complete series. Mm. It's not just the first one, but also all the five, 
five or six, I can't remember. So the follow-up books by Douglas Adams. And I kind of got yeah. into it because I was on a holiday trip for two weeks where I had a bit of time for reading and I was like, yeah. so I, I'm usually a non-fictional reader. So I read a lot of books mm. for work and for, um, and I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to read the next whatever top manager book or a team book or a technology book. I want to have something fun and I don't want to watch anything on my phone. I just want to get back into reading. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's great. That's how I started. Yeah. With the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. And it's a book series, is it? Yes. Okay. It's a f- I didn't six, know that. It's six books. That's what it was first. Before yeah. the movie. Yes. 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 A big, uh, I've actually yeah. never read it. I've wanted to. You should. It, mm. It's, it's, I would call it well written. Mm-hmm. And um, the story is far more depth or has a far greater depth mm-hmm. than how the movie ever turned out to be and mm-hmm. also the humor of douglas adams is quite amazing mm. so um you get only the notion of the humor in the series because you see doors that are opening and then do this oh notion <sighs> or the the robot that that's always sad and pessimistic that's like the tip of the iceberg you you hear but when you read it um he really portrays this comical um, notion and his humor and that that's the, the great part of reading the series mm, that's really cool well but, i have to say after starting to reread harry potter in german it's the same idea like it's just like good enjoyable fun yeah it's different reading it in german than in english because the i don't i don't know how to explain it the language is different. <laughs> I know what you so mean, stupid. but you don't mean like literal language. You mean like the way no. things are expressed. Yes, yes. And I, and I honestly, I think that that's really helpful for for me learning cool. German. Is yeah. is that so? Anyway. Mm-hmm. So Simone, how about you? What's you currently into? I wanted to shout out a series on Netflix that is mm. co-produced. I want to say by Netflix and the BBC. And before I tell you what it is, I want to ask if you guys have watched The Great British Bake Off. Yes. Nope. Oh my gosh, I love it. So British. (laughs) My favorite. So that's my side recommendation before this one. This one is like The Great British Bake Off in structures. It's a competition show. It is all about makeup artists. Each weekend, they, they all get together and it's 10 artists who have been selected out of like thousands, like the best makeup artists across the UK. Then every week, one of them is eliminated. And so it's called Glow Up. And it is phenomenal because it's so British. <laughs> they are so supportive. I know. They, if, you know, they're, two of them are facing off and one of them's going to be eliminated and they're waiting for d- to hear who it is. They're holding hands and like, you know, they're like celebrating each other. There's at one point, two of them are in the face-off chairs and they have to do really well or they're going to get kicked off. And the one says to the other one who they're, they're in like fierce competition, but he says, he looks at him and he says, now, don't give up on me. You need to, you know, give it your all. We can do this. Uh, it just melts, it melts yeah. my heart. Yeah. There's no other way to say I, it. I have to say, so I've not watched this glow up, but if yeah. ever you have some kind of like feeling of loss of humanity or that people don't look out for one another or it's too competitive, just watch The Great British Bake Off. And again, they are 100% competing against each other. And so, yeah, Becky, I lived in England for four years and it's just like part of the culture that you, you're just genuinely polite to one another. Right. And wow. it's mm-hmm. so cool. huh. That's awesome. pre- prevalent in these mm-hmm. like competition shows. And I love it. I absolutely love it. I just. So Great British Bake Off, all the people are amateur bakers. A lot of them are very sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, like kind of a lot of personalities that you would picture like oh you you love to bake I'm not surprised you're probably like a very nurturing kind of personality this glow up this is a lot of very (laughs) dramatic people you know they have got the high drama but it's also paired with this like you're saying supportive human like 
kindness and it's beautiful and so so, so much fun just out of curiosity awesome. what are like are there competition shows in germany and what are they like they are and i think um most famous are the ones about music so um germany's next like deutschland sucht den superstar mm -hmm. i think it's called and when he searches for the next superstar, searches for the superstar. Yeah, I think you have the same concept in the US. Mm -hmm. I think many of those shows come from the US, basically, or mm -hmm. Germany's next top mm -hmm. model. So they're basically those mm -hmm. competition shows where they're searching for the new talent in, in mm. a field, and then they just mm -hmm. make out a big scripted show, I think. Mm. So I'm, I'm not sure. But I'm not much into that, so mm -hmm. I, I can tell you that whenever I like have glimpses or people are telling me about it, I'm like, Oh, okay. No, I don't mm. get it. Yeah. So if, you, if you're if you going to have a competition, it's going to be a real competition and it's like a sportive competition. Mm. We can still be supportive, but uh, I don't care about mm -hmm. all this drama that's usually going on. I don't, I, I, I don't care about it so much. Yeah. <laughs> well, you guys, thank you so much yes, for doing this. It. This was so much fun. This was fun. It good. was, definitely. Oh, good. <laughs> I thought good. that Patrick was for like, great, I have to sit with this now, this person for the next 12 days. <laughs> you made me do this. <laughs> so, Simone, why don't you tell us where you can find the podcast? Well, you can find us on Instagram at myfriendsfriendspod. You can email us at myfriendsfriendspod at gmail.com. And you can find us on our website at myfriendsfriendspod.com. And you can subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast. So subscribe, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, favorite, whatever. Just find us and write us a note on Instagram. Send us a love letter. Send us hate mail. <laughs> Paris is reading the hate Expected. mail. I'm reading the love letters. <laughs> And then, uh, as always, a thanks to Fran Boyg for our fabulous music. Yes, thanks, Fran. Bye. 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 Goodbye. I love it. Oh, my gosh. We just.